the way things are isn't the way they have to be. But knowing what to challenge and how to change it isn't always clear. That's why independent journalism has never mattered more. When we are free to follow any lead and question any authority, we can confront the status quo, uncover vital alternatives and bring clarity to the world's most complex issues. We can help our readers understand the world. So together we can fight for a better one. Hope is power. And with your support, you'll always find it at The Guardian. This podcast is part of the famous original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 105 of Dub Up Recording from the accidental pregnancy of the original 13 colonies, Pennsylvania, and the not so secret layer of New York, this is a progressive podcast of brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. On this week's episode, we update you on the government shutdown and the fake emergency. Amazon in and out of New York, a West Virginian representative on gay people and his kids. <laughs> You're going to want to stay tuned for that one. And Kamal Harris. Uh, and finally, we answer your questions on the Twitter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As always, I'm Tom and uh, joined again in this lovely podcast that we have been calling home for two years now. Is Austin. Hey. Hi, Austin. What's up, Tom? How are you, buddy? I'm good. Um, I think technically it's been longer than two years now. Just yeah, crazy. it's over two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you like my original thirteen columns? That made me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> thinking I wish they were probably thinking they they'd rather have the morning after pill <laughs> to prevent oh, yeah. Pennsylvania. Oh, I bet you they were for abortion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, no speaking one, of no abortion, it's a thing we might no longer have in this country. So. Hey, yeah. that's not a good. No. <laughs> that's not a good segue. That didn't make anybody segue. feel good. No. Well, it probably really made some sad. people feel good. Those, not the people who listen yeah, exactly. to the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I always really want to know if there's a a Republican or a conservative that listens to our show without like. Uh, you know, uh, without trying to like make fun of us or anything, just to hear like the other side. Maybe they actually enjoy our conversation. Mm. They just don't agree with our policies. You think that's possible? No. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> how, how's your week been? I guess <laughs> it's been crazy, to... but okay. kind of good. It's been yeah. it's a very interesting week. Yeah. Good. Uh, how was your Valentine's? Ah. Uh, well, let's just say the day after Valentine's is a lot better. Ooh, Austin got lucky. <laughs> no, I worked. You know what? I, I worked really hard. No, oh, I bet you did. It's like, um, wow, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, you know what I did on Valentine's Day? What'd you do? I drank. Okay, well, a lot of people did that. 
Just most of them a drank lot. with other people. Yeah. I did too. After a while, I could have sworn I was sp- I was speaking to someone in my room. <laughs> Went by the nickname Lefty. Um, <laughs> okay, that's enough. Probably has good politics. Though. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah. sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it makes really stupid decisions. <laughs> <laughs> like hentai. <laughs> I mean, oh. that's a, that was a stupid decision. That wasn't a Valentine's Day thing, by the way. No. 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 Now I wasn't feeling animation. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> Have you ever seen furry porn? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that's what it's we're talking about today. It no, is something. I have not. <laughs> it is crazy. <sighs> it's weird. Uh, sorry, audience. I'm I forgot sh- to put the parental lock on Tom's browser. <laughs> I'm not shaming people who are into furry. I'm just uh, couldn't figure it out. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, not everything is for you, Tom. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, I learned look, that Anthony right Weider is out of yeah. jail. He was into something that I'm not into. Mm. Just like him. That's by the way, that's underage children. Yeah, Anthony Weiner's out of jail. I know they've uncaged the It's not part the of the Wiener. Trump report because he's not really worthy of his own segment. No, but uh, they let him out of jail three months early or something like that. And they sprung the Weiner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> release the Weiner. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you ever seen his? Like, you've seen the pictures of like. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, really weird. Yeah, really. His body's really strange. Yeah, it looks like he's a fat guy, but he has abs. That's what? that's the problem with what he did is that he looks. Why weird. can't I be fat and have abs? That's what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> he looks like he's fat. He's not that. He's, he's like ripped. really thin. But he, well, now he is because no, even before he went in, he looks really thin, almost like. Well, maybe the maybe the picture I was looking at was photoshopped. It could have been photoshopped. I'm not. Or if it was just like at a weird angle, like anybody can take maybe. a picture at a weird angle. Maybe. And make themselves know. look bad. Maybe. I'm like I just look bad from all angles, <laughs> so Same. I feel bad. <laughs> the camera. <laughs> Same. My mirror just straight up got up and walked out this morning. Uh, well, at least it lasted until this morning. <laughs> Well, this was the newest mirror. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You see, I've had many a mirror. Many a mirror. Gotcha. Mary, many a mirror. I like that name as like a song name. Many a mirror. Mm. Many a mirror. Anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? Know. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> let's enter the jump. Have part. I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. And this is why uh, I love this segment. Because this time around, like, you know, sometimes we have nothing that's related to Trump. Yes, I've Well, this noticed. time we have one story that's related <laughs> to Trump. <laughs> it's really, when you think about it, it was really a bad decision on our part to name this a Trump report. Yeah, but it's kind of funny, though, because that's the implicit comedy is that a lot of it has nothing to do with Trump. But it all has something to yeah, do with Trump. Exactly. In one way or another. That's, kind of, one that's way or another. political news in America. Like, even the stuff that has nothing to do with him still has something to like, do with yeah. him. <laughs> like, right, global warming. That was Obama's fault. Remember yeah. that? Stupid oh, Obama warming up Stup- the globe. I don't know. I just thought of something really weird. Okay. Look, it's not that I don't believe in global warming. No. I mean, not. that's what I tell the base because they're stupid and gullible. But my mm. administration says that it's so advanced that there's really nothing we can do. So we might as mm. well just ride it out in a blaze of glory. That was 
you know why that wasn't believable? That was far too deep. <laughs> yeah. But it's true because his administration has released several reports on climate change mm, that argue that it's just too advanced to do anything about now. So we might as well just keep going the way we're going. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so he well, publicly this, says that he doesn't believe it's a problem. His administration you, says that they think it's such a big problem that it can't be fixed. And we might as well just ignore it. Bringing us down? Yeah. This is even part of the Trump report. You're just making me down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I actually have a drink oh, because of you. I'm sorry. My God. <laughs> anyway, moving on. The Trump report. <laughs> so, if you don't know, <laughs> uh, a deal was struck, Austin. A deal was struck. The government will not be shutting down. Very exciting. Right now, probably uh. later, <laughs> just maybe another time, but not right now. Um, essentially, Trump was sort of forced into signing a deal that really did not involve any plans for a border wall. Uh, increased border security, yes, but the border wall itself, no. Mm. So this isn't actually about um, that. It's actually about what happened after this was signed. Okay. So Trump signs the the, the 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 spending bill. Spending bill doesn't include the wall. He's pretty upset or <laughs> pretending to be upset for his base. Whatever it is, uh, whatever you want to believe. Right. They never ever remember to take the pickles off my Big Mac. I've told oh. them a thousand times. A thousand times I've told them no pickles. Do people really not like pickles on Big Macs? Because I remember some when people I don't did, like pickles on anything. Really? Yeah. Do you like pickles? Are you, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not trying to be a No, a, I know. I understand. Weirdo. Yeah, I am a fan. Yeah. I like pickles, too. Yeah. What's your favorite pickle? Uh, probably, I don't know, just like a dill pickle. A dill pickle? Yeah. No, no. Bread and butter. They're, they're not bad. I, I like the sweeter ones. I like, well, we went to um, Katz's Deli in uh, Midtown Manhattan after a show I played, and they serve, like, that's their, you know how a lot of places will give you bread? It's like an appetizer. Sure, They yeah. give you pickles because it's a deli. Oh. And there are a bunch oh. of different kinds. They're all really good. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I never really. Okay, that's pretty unique. Yeah, it's a, that's cool. It's a cool like place. That. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Um, but so anyway, this is actually about what Trump did afterwards, right? So Trump went and decided to declare a national emergency. National emergency. <laughs> they put pickles on my Big Mac again. God damn it! I told yep. them. Hundred times. A big problem. It's a big problem. Then they really were mad huge. at me because really I didn't huge. pay for it, and I told them that Mexico would. I said Mexico would pay for the Big Macs yeah. now. I God told damn. Mexico, man, Mexico will pay for the Big Macs. You know the story of this administration is Mexico fucking sucks. <laughs> they don't pay for anything. Those freeloading socialists. So they don't pay for anything that we want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like we want to build a highway. It has nothing to do with Mexico, but Mexico said they were going to pay for it, so I'll pay for our highway. It goes through New Mexico. That's the newer version of them. Why don't they pay for it? Oh yeah. Well, actually, can we just focus on Pennsylvania because the roads in Pennsylvania are so bad. They're so comically bad. Oh, Tom, like, can what, Mexico what pay roads? for our roads? Huh? <laughs> what are roads? Yeah, Gary Johnson. <laughs> oh, what what are roads? Well, in Pennsylvania, I don't know. I don't know. We have subways here that are not usually stopped by the snow, just by bad electrical wiring and the fact that they're like thirty years old. It's not even, oh, well, there's that, but it's not even the snow that makes the PA roads bad. It's the potholes and the cracks and crevices or the crevasses. I know, but the snow <laughs> causes them. 
They do. Yeah, well, that yeah. and the over... Well, that and, and, and the plowing and the salting and the combination... Winters kill the roads. Yeah. I'm just and saying... I think Pennsylvania has, like, the largest, like, roadway network in the country. Can like, I just say something, Pennsylvania has a ton though? of roads for no reason. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay. All right. The ancient Romans... Whenever he says hear me out, this is pretty much where it goes. The ancient Romans built roads nearly 2,000 years ago, right? Yeah. 2,000 years ago, and so. their roads are still here today. Now, in Italy, there's not much snow, so that's understandable. But they went; their empire went as far north as the very tip of France, mm-hmm. even England, where they do receive snow. Just the tip what? of France. Their roads are still there as well yeah. because they did them correctly. So Pennsylvania do fucking roads correctly. Well, I know when I was in France, it seemed like all the roads were cobblestone. Yeah. Well, and it was very confusing like because the sidewalks were also cobblestone. Oh, that can be confusing. And so yeah. sometime you'd be like walking down what you think is a sidewalk. And then all of a sudden there's a little renewal behind you. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so anyway, let's finish this national emergency no. story because this is more funny national than anything. Emergency. really. emergency. Uh, but he did declare a national emergency. Um, declared. <laughs> And he, with that, announced $8 billion for the border wall. By the way, part of me wishes that he would have Lindsey Graham do all his declarations. Because mm. then you'd get to hear him say, I do declare. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do declare. This is a national emergency. <laughs> um, like the time bi- they wouldn't let me in at the Rainbow Hut. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Me and me and me and Mike Pants, we were trying to just have a good old, good old Southern boy night out, you know, just a good old Southern boy night out. <sighs> I had my tight spandex on; it was so nice. <laughs> it was so, oh, big old Mike. You know why they call him Big Mike, don't you? <laughs> me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, they play my eight, favorite music from the eighties, mm. the eighteen eighties. <laughs> <laughs> glory, glory, hallelujah! Uh, I'm gonna read a little bit from NBC News. I'm gonna try to read. I, I fail at reading today. I don't know. It's a weird show so far. <laughs> President Donald Trump players players plans to declare. I told you I struggle with reading. Declare a national emergency after Congress passed a government spending deal that provides. Further funding for border security, the White House announced on Thursday. Now, first of all, I just want to, with that said, Trump has to sign these bills for them to become law. So he could have exercised his uh, power to veto. Now, he doesn't exercise anything <laughs> that's clear. It's bad. But yeah, that's what I told the doctors. He could have it's vetoed. Bad. He could have vetoed this, um, and he could have actually ended, or he could no. have shut the government down. But he actually chose not to shut the government well, down. Well, look, signing, signing things is one of my favorite things to do. I and get my big me, pen they, and I go. I, excuse me, excuse and me. And then I get to show I what looks like prints. a steakhouse dinner menu to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, a Trump administration official confirmed Thursday night the president will announce around eight billion dollars for a border wall under executive actions, part of which will be the emergency declaration. So, if you were following the story from the very beginning. The most experts estimate that you need, or we're going to need, a, like, I don't know, what was it, $56 billion to do a full wall the way that Trump wanted to do the wall. And that's just to build it, not just counting build maintenance it, right? and materials. Right. And, yeah. So even with the $8 billion, you're not getting a wall. 
You're getting like a little tiny stretch of steel slats. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's that's not a cheap thing. Texas is a humongous country. Or country. Oh my god. <laughs> well, they country. want it to be a country. State. Yeah, they should be a country. <laughs> yeah, just let them go. <laughs> Let's Ted Cruz be the president of. Oh, you know what? I just changed my mind. I just changed my mind. Ted Cruz is the president of Texas. I'm the president the- of Texas. No, you know it end up just being Rick Perry. It would be Rick Perry or George Bush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get to be president twice. <laughs> it's nice as twice. Know. Wait a second. <laughs> Where, but I don't know what to do because Dick ain't here. Dick died. Dick Cheney's dead, right? No, he's still alive. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, Texas, that figure, where wings take dream. <laughs> uh, Eight billion dollars. That figure includes one point three, uh, almost one point four billion in the spending bill for fencing. In Texas. <laughs> I would love if they mistook that and it was just billions of dollars for people to practice fencing. <laughs> <laughs> fencing in Texas. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden every person from Texas is an expert fencer yeah. would win the Olympics in fencing. On guard. On guard, You're so going down, partner. <laughs> this is really confusing. 1.3, 1.375 is the official number. Uh, billing in, in for fencing in Texas, six hundred million from the Treasury Department's drug uh, forfeiture fund, two point five billion from the Defense Department drug uh, interdiction program, and three point five from a military construction budget under Emergency de- Declaration of the President. So, essentially, only one point four billion is going into the feds. Yeah. And we're calling it a fucking fence at this point. Yeah, we won't call it a How much of a joke is this fucking presidency and his base? If they really think this, we already have a fence there, Austin. Yes, that's true. We're just improving it. By the way, may I bring your attention? And I like how now I'm giving myself stuff to edit out because it's going to take me a second to find this. Um, May I bring your attention to what Ann Coulter had to say about President Trump? Oh, what did... What did the old witch have to say? And for once, I bet you we're going to agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know Ann Coulter, the one who wrote um, Mein Kampf. Well, I mean that one of her that was one of her lesser works. <laughs> she wrote <clears throat> that book called In Trump We Trust, which is you know, <laughs> oh, I'd like this. Wow, she, that's horrible! Oh my god. Oh, okay, so let me get to this before I get to what she actually said about Trump. Okay. If we're going to have some doofus named Jared running our immigration policy, I'd prefer it be that pederast from the subway ads. <gasps> oh my god. <gasps> she literally just said that she would rather have a pedophile than Jared Kushner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wow. It always made me, once I found out that, that the subway guy, Jared, was a, a pedophile, it always made me wonder if I was actually having mayonnaise. She is pissed. She really wants that wall. (laughs) She wants the wall. Yeah. She wants it bad. And she knows that he's not going to be able to get it if he signs that bill, which he did. Well, Trump's BS line about emergency funding for the wall is gone if he signs the bill. Well, that's. That's not true, because he did declare the national emergency, though. Yeah, but she knows it's going to be tied up in the courts like it is going to be. 
Oh, yeah, and that's part of this article, too. Um, And the headline of this article is House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said if Trump declares a national emergency, which he did, Democrats could consider legal action to stop him. Yeah, and that's exactly what's going to happen because you can't can't declare a national emergency for something that there's no evidence of that it's an emergency. Yeah. And, and, and he even said, after he said, I declared national emergency, he's like, you know, I didn't have to do this, which, you know, totally negates the first part where he said it's an right. emergency. Let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. Or lo- let's talk about this, I should say. What does this do for the next Democratic president? Does this give him the. the, or the most path likely a now? her, I would guess, but. Huh? I said, I would think most likely a her or a she. Well, no, no, what did I say? Is the next Democratic president. Said, oh, yeah. does it give him? So I'm oh. probably going to be a she. If well, I, I don't to. know. I think I think the next Democratic president is going to be Bernie Sanders. But <laughs> I would hope. But I mean, my if I had if I were a betting man, I would say right now right. that it's probably going to be you a she. Right. Um, but the next Democratic president does that give does that give the next Democratic president like a a pass to to declare a national emergency or something like something that Democrats fight for? If, Healthcare? If he, education? If he prevails climate? through the courts, it absolutely does, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Wow. So somebody somebody quoted uh, Trump that said, the wall is very much on its way, which is what Trump had said at the time. And then okay. Ann Coulter re- retweeted and said, so is the second coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is kind of hilarious to me how much she hates Donald Trump. Right now. Like, she was totally yeah. on yeah. the Trump train, probably one of the first ones. Uh, now let me, while you keep looking through, if you want, if you're still looking for that one Oh my God, one, this is like, if I do have, if you ever another, want to hate yourself, just yeah. go through, um, Ann Coulter's timeline no, I'm on Twitter. Good. Um, <laughs> I'll read you another article also from NBC news. Mm-hmm. Many of us are concerned. And that's a quote from lawmakers to Trump's national emergency declaration. Um, Republican and Democratic lawmakers uh, expressed concern Sunday over President Donald Trump's declaration of uh, national emergency to divert money to build his proposed border wall after Congress refused to authorize such funding. The declaration, which Trump made Friday, has divided Republicans, with some saying the move amounted to uh, constitutional overreach and could open the door to a future Democratic president declaring similar emergencies over issues that the, the GOP disagree with. Speaking on NBC's Beat the Press, uh, Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, chairman of the House Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, said many of us are concerned about the declaration. Uh, He said that they would have to take a very careful look at what he's doing here, for an instance. Uh, He also added, saying, I'm going to take a look at the case the president makes, and I'm also going to take a look at how quickly this money is actually going to be spent versus on what he's going to use. Wow. So Republicans aren't even thrilled with this move. No, because they see what's coming because they know that Trump is a exactly. limited phenomena. Trump is most well, Trump is very potentially, I'll say, not likely, I'll say potentially a one-term president. And the thing right? is, if he is and the Democrats are allowed to use this national emergency uh, mandate to make changes, he could very well be the last Republican president. He very much he, you're if, right. If he they very well change like the Electoral College, if they change gerrymandering in the name of a national emergency. Which, if they, which, if well, they make it, voting. Actual real potential emergencies rather than. No, yeah. 
the border crisis, absolutely, quote unquote, yeah. crisis. People's votes not counting is absolutely an emergency, a national yeah. emergency. A- education yeah. not being held up to standards. Well, and climate change, um, I think, would be the first climate thing. Climate change. Yeah. Healthcare. Yeah. You know, if, if you get a progressive president, if you get somebody who believes in universal health care, even Tulsa Gabbard, Elizabeth Warren, no. Bernie Sanders, they could declare a national emergency and say, listen, most of America is not giving, getting health care. That's a national. That's actually an emergency. Yeah, people are dying. Some like twenty five million people die with yeah. because of no health coverage. It's like that. Actually, so this is actually one of the best things that Trump has done, in my opinion. Well, I'm it depends this on how it. Well, opinion. yeah, it was stupid of him because it's well, just that's like, what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like um, you know the nuclear option too with that McConnell did in the Senate. That's going to come back to bite them in the ass. Hopefully it does. Yeah. Hopefully it does. But. Um, yeah, I think if it if the court upholds his ability to declare this a national emergency, then <clears throat> the next president, you know, be they a Democrat, mm-hmm. um, could absolutely do that. Sure, with anything, pretty much anything. Yeah, they we'll want. we'll see if they do, depending on what Democrat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this is part of the reason why I, I don't want another centrist well, winning because it's funny because there's I, even a scare meme going around the right wing uh, Facebook pages right now. That's a picture of AOC, and on it says um, <laughs> President Ocasio-Cortez in 2025 declares um, the healthcare system a national emergency. There you go. So they they see it too. Yeah. Like they see this is a huge problem. But I will give it to somebody like Kamala Harris, who is a tough person. There's no one disagreeing that she's not a tough person. No. She, she's a tough person. Matter of fact, some people, uh, that's their criticism. Right, like, yeah. I, I can see her doing this. If for a democratic purpose, mm-hmm. um, maybe it won't be universal health care, but it might be. Uh, I know she's pretty decent on the climate, so if she declares a national emergency on the climate, she would. That's the type of person who would definitely do it. Yeah, I think a lot of the can Elizabeth Warren, she would definitely do it on income inequality. Yeah, Bernie Sanders would do it in a national emergency on everything. Yeah, if this precedent uh, gets set, that is very dangerous for Republicans yeah. because now a guy like Cory Booker, I don't know if. I don't know. I don't know what Cory Booker would do as it would worry me. Like he might declare the uh, education system in the oh, state please. of emergency. I, and don't get me started make on a his bunch of charter education system. Oh, you killing me. Okay, but here was Ann Coulter's comment. I finally found here it. Here it is. <clears throat> we'll end on this. Um Ann Coulter says, and imagine I sound like an evil witch. Uh <laughs> the only national emergency is that our president is an idiot. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Do I Who's like that comment? <laughs> Do I like that comment? Yeah. I like that comment. And that's why I tweeted out. Comment. I was like, I was about to tweet out that the only national emergency is that um, our president's an idiot, but I found that Ann Coulter beat me to it. It's like, it's been a strange day. <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. Yeah. That has to hurt a little. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Yeah. I had that, but a f- she out of all yeah. people. <laughs> Ann Coulter beat me to it. It's like, oh, if you read the comments, the first really good comment is Peter Dow. Oh, man. Yeah, that always makes me mad, too. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, New York mayor says Amazon headquarters uh, debacle was an abuse of corporate power. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happened? It's over. Oh, yeah, Amazon, it's over. Yeah. Amazon is not going to be going to that little section of Long Island that you you. Uh, alluded to well, when this story broke out. It was it's, Long Island. It's not Queens. Long Island. It's Queens, but it's Queens, Long okay. Island City. It's very confusing. Right, listen, for you know, geographical purposes, Queens and Long Island, pretty much the same thing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> to an extent, they almost like if you keep going through Queens, you get to Long Island. It's the same point. It's the same. But point. that part of Queens is a lot closer to Manhattan than it is to Long Island. Ah, gotcha. Because just right across the bridge. Uh, there's two parts of the story. So the first part is. Um, oh, by the way, the is, this, is this our? Uh, is our, our installment of what's happening with AOC? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Second part of this is damn. You're good. I didn't even tell you what we were doing today. <laughs> I know. Uh, we'll start with the not AOC part. New York Mayor Bill De Blasio is still upset that Amazon isn't coming to New York. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. might be what we have to call. We have to change it from the Trump report to the not AOC report, and then we'll get to what's happening with AOC. <laughs> Look at you taking my ideas. <laughs> Take a while, my fra- my word, my phrasing of ideas. Yeah. The Blasio attacked the company Sunday for canceling plans to build a second headquarters in Queens last week. Now, I'm not trying to take away what you had brought up when we played that good De Blasio clip, Austin. Mm-hmm. But this is the side of De Blasio that I was aware of, and I don't like yeah. it. I know. <laughs> I don't like well, it. Well, I, maybe I failed to explain what I why I found his performance on Bill Maher so encouraging. Not because I thought about supporting him. That's not even close. I just thought that he's saying this rhetoric and he's going to try to back it up with policy here in the city while he runs for president, which is exactly what he's going to do. Do you care that it's not true? No. If I get the policy here, what the fuck do I care? You don't care. Okay. I I mean, mean, it makes sense. It it makes sense. We have good health care now. There's and just it doesn't a matter if he me, believes in it or not. I have it, so the, who cares? The empathetic part of me wants to just have the person who actually believes in the cause. I know it's useless. It doesn't actually matter. If the Blasio becomes president and he passes progressive uh, ideologies, fine. Well, fine. it would but, worry me if he became president because I don't think he'd follow through. Oh, I don't think so either. But I think, and, and this is a prime reason why I don't yeah. think he would. But I think while he's on the campaign trail, he's going to have to make it look like he's done really progressive things in New York. And so for the time being, we're going to get some good policy. And that's all I'm hoping for. Good for you guys. (laughs) So I'll tell you this. It's not happening. Amazon's not going to New York. No, it is not. And de Blasio was one of the first to kind of go on the offensive, uh, as well as Cuomo, by the way. Cuomo, the the governor of of New York. Of course, Cuomo. He he definitely went on the offensive. And he said, well, yeah, it's great and all that you guys, your progressive little movement won, but we just lost 25,000 jobs. Well, it's not actually true, all, though. But. This is all stemming from to my next, the next part of the story. GOP lawmaker Amazon would be moving into New York if Ocasio Cortez wasn't elected. <laughs> Do you know who this representative is that I'm talking about? Hmm? Who? You don't know, right? No. The one and the only. Pete King. Oh, of, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, that's simply not true, though, because that's blasted, not even in her district. No, no. He blasted progressive Democrats who opposed Amazon uh, opening part of its second headquarters in New York, calling the company's des- des- decision to leave a disaster. It's like putting a sign up to uh, that you can't do business in New York, he said during an interview. Oh, with yeah. Radio you can't host, do business in fucking New York John City where Kennedy. all of the businesses are. <laughs> Right. It's fucking crazy. Nothing is ever perfect, but in this case, it was as close as you are going to get. What? The GOP lawmaker argued that Amazon will be setting up shop in New York if Amazon, uh, if uh, Representative AOC, uh, a fierce opponent of Amazon's plans to open half of its second second, had not been elected. If Joe Crowley was still the congressman, it would have happened, King said. And with that said, Austin, I wanted to just say one thing. Mm-hmm. The reason why, one of the reasons why, he's not 
representing that part of New York is because they don't want people like that to make decisions like he would have made. Well, and the thing is that her constituents would have been driven out of their homes because the rent would have gone so high. Exactly. And it was already ballooning. Like but Crowley estate, wouldn't care. No. Crowley wouldn't have cared. Oh, no, he, wouldn't, he would have loved it because he got a lot of um, donations from real estate and yep. they would have been booming. It would have been great for the real estate market, but all of the people who live there now would have been priced out of that neighborhood and it would have stretched. It would have kept going. So I, I love AOC. <laughs> she might be my favorite. I like I love Bernie. I know Bernie's gonna run, so I'll obviously support him. Mm-hmm. But if AOC could run right now and she was going against Bernie, I might vote AOC. Oh, I, I just in a heartbeat. I, I just, yeah, I would too. I just love her. Yeah. Uh one more quote from this jackass. Uh the Democrats not control everything. If the Republicans controlled the Senate, uh the state Senate, uh, this would not have happened. The fact is, that is where it was really killed. Now, AOC celebrated this decision of course. on Thursday. Yeah. And her tweet said well, I'll read her actual tweet. Anything is possible. Today was the day a group of dedicated everyday New Yorkers and their neighbors defeated Amazon's corporate greed, its worker exploitation, and the power of the richest man in the world. No. And th- that's really what it comes down to. No. I'm not telling, I'm not preaching to you. You know I this. just don't they keep you know saying this thing about the twenty five thousand jobs, but the thing is none of those jobs were gonna go to the locals. They were going to bring in people from other places who could afford to live there, and they were going to drive the locals out, thus gentrifying another neighborhood in New York. As somebody who worked for a big, big, big company, I worked for Nike, right? Nike opened up their second headquarters in New York. Yeah. That's exactly what you just said is exactly what happened. They brought heads from California where their headquarters is currently. Of course. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, California, Oregon, yeah. where their headquarters yeah. is. They brought the heads from there to New York and then just created new ones in Oregon. Yeah. So if anything, Oregon got new jobs yeah. and New York lost jobs. Yeah. That's the way, but that's just the way it works. You open up a headquarters, not from from the ground up. You don't just go down the street and say, hey, Joe, you want to work for Nike or in this case, Amazon? No, no, no. You, you ship in people no. to run it's no different. Yeah, you might create a few jobs here and there. Yeah. But ultimately, what it does to the community is not worth anything. No. And the thing is, had they decided to build their headquarters in Midtown or in the financial district, I don't think people would have really cared, to be honest. No. No. But they're building not. it. I, I agree. They're building it in a... I mean, Long Island City is now a little more upper middle class, but... Okay. Um. Its roots are working class and surrounding working it are working class, class yeah, that's neighborhoods. What I that's what I thought. And it would have just driven the rent. It would have been unattainable for those people. And so they let would me, have been let, driven out of another New York neighborhood. Let me just read two more quotes here. Okay. And I'll tell you what, and you'll understand why okay. I want to read these. King, the douchebag from New York, yeah. added in his interview over the weekend that he hopes New York Governor Andrew Cuomo will, will quote, stand up, end quote, to progressive politicians from his party in the wake of the Amazon decision. Quote, he's got to tell the progressive left they cannot take over his party. Mm. End quote. Do you see how scared oh, yeah. the Republicans are, the progressives? No. The centrists fight with the progressives all the time, but they're not technically scared of the progressives. The Republicans, the smarter prog- uh, uh, Republicans, are aware 
that this ideology will win the country over. Yeah. And Maybe not right away. And not only that, I mean, the centrist Democrats have always been slow to realize change is happening. I, I agree. And yeah. by the time they realize that it's already happened and they're already, you know, out of power <laughs> and it's going to happen to them. It is. Well, that's the end of that story. I, I'm very happy. Yeah. I'm very happy with the way it worked yeah. because it ultimately it shows that you can actually make a difference. If you bitch and moan and protest and fight the fucking powers of the world, mm-hmm. you will win. That's just the way it works. It, it's worked throughout history. I'm a historian. I've seen thousands of documented cases of where people rise up and they defeat the powers in charge. And here's the thing. They kept saying that, you know, by Amazon building there, like, first of all, Long Island City is already an up and coming place. Like there's already okay. businesses in there and okay. they're locally owned businesses by people who, I don't know, fucking live there. There you go. And they're employing people who also, guess what, live there. <laughs> mm. and, there you go. And they're building themselves up to be, you know, closer to the neighborhoods in Brooklyn that surround them. Okay. Um, but they kept saying that, well, you know, we're giving these subsidies to Amazon, $3 billion, by the way, $3 billion <laughs> subsidies for Amazon to build there. But they're like, but the tax revenue that we take yeah. in will be, you know, far succeed $3 billion, So it'll be okay in the long run. Right. Uh, well, speaking but, of the but word then tax, it, we just found out uh, yeah. Amazon, as a company, made eleven billion dollars this year in profits. And how much did they pay in tax? Awesome. Zero. Zero dollars. Zero dollars in taxes. This all this all happened in this in this past week. Yeah. The, the, that report of them not paying a cent yeah. came out the same week that this happened. So what would so have happened company, is what always happens. They would have gotten three billion dollars in subsidies, not exactly. paid a goddamn thing in taxes, exactly. and driven poor people out of the neighborhood. You know, it, it in a smaller scale. I've I've had this debate with people in my very small town here that I live in now, right? Where they say there's nothing to do. We need a big store like a Walmart to come into town. No. If you want a te- a, a, a a company like Walmart to come in, say goodbye to every other business around you. Yeah. Because what ends up happening when a big business like that comes in, people can't compete. No. Now, granted, this is a headquarters. It's a little bit of a different story, but ultimately, it's still the power of big business, and that's kind of what I'm just I'm trying to allude to right now. Big business ruins a lot of communities, Mm -hmm. and if 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 what you're saying is true about Long Island City, which I don't know anything about, and it's an up and coming place, this could have ruined everything. Oh, it totally would have. It would have made it. It would have made it like another corporate headquarters. (laughs) It would have just been a bunch of rich people there. That totally decimate the area. Right. Exactly. And, and make it and just I'm, like Midtown or the financial district. Like, And I'm happy that it's not happening. Yeah. Now, granted, with that, we have to find out where they're going to go next. They claim they're not going anywhere. Well, I, I, I find that hard to believe. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah. Because it's a big company. It's a humongous company. And a second headquarters will be needed eventually, I think. Well, they're building another one in Virginia. Oh, and Great I think state. they're thinking of just making that one bigger. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm and covered in black paint, probably. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next story. Yeah, it's funny that that state welcomes them, yeah. Yeah, right? Virginia, uh, it's for, you know, endless corporate greed and blackface. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's move on to a story that's not about Virginia, but about West Virginia. Now, this story is fucked. Up. Yes, and it also makes you wonder why people keep saying that that's where they belong. Because no, <laughs> no, 
it makes me wonder why people breed. Mm. That's what this makes me wonder about. Wow. So there's a, there's a guy. <laughs> there's a guy. Uh, I think that's a human. I can't tell. It might be an android that is malfunctioning. I don't know. It's a little strange. It's like a fat android. R- a fan droid. <laughs> it's not the weight. It's not the weight. It's everything else, actually. Well, I saw that wonder. guy too. It doesn't look like he can look straight at you, like his. Yeah, I, I don't know what looking, that is. Yeah. I'm not going to make fun of it because if he's if he has a disability, I'm sorry. Obviously, he's not mentally all there because of what we're about to talk about. But <laughs> he definitely has a disability. I'm just not sure what it but is. But yeah. somehow, West Virginia still found a way to make him a lawmaker. Yeah. Republican lawmaker Eric Porterfield is under fire for his homophobia. Now, when I say under fire for his homophobia, you do not understand, unless you know what the story is, how bad this is. It's okay. Yeah, it's probably the worst, one of the worst public comments made about um, the LGBT community in quite a while. Quite a while. Yeah. Quite a while. In America, I mean. By a public well, official. Well, yeah, I can't speak for the rest of the world. I mean, a lot of, <laughs> well, even in America, a lot of horrible stuff has been said by non-elected officials and by elected true. officials, but this, this is, is pretty true. bad. In this case, especially. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia Republican state delegate, so not uh, a House of Representative member, but of West Virginia alone. Uh, Eric Porterfield has been facing criticism for comments he made on February 6th comparing gay people to the KKK. Now, granted... That sounds like it's a bad comment. That's not the worst thing he said in this interview. When asked, oh man, I I'm not I'm not gonna lie, this is very hard for me to read. By the way, though, how come we never get invited to the gay KKK meetings? <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have rainbow hoods think, and stuff? <laughs> I think Dave Chappelle did a skit on that a long time ago. Uh, this is very difficult for me to read. Mm. It's very it's just very sad. And I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But I, that's why I had to bring this up. When asked how he would react if one of his children came out as gay. Now, to set the scene, he is in an interview with, I don't know. It's, it's a local some, reporter, I, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. He has a daughter and he has a son. I guess they're both young. Mm-hmm. Um, and he makes that comment about the gays and how they're like the KKK and how they're a hate group and they're trying to pass an agenda. Blah, 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 blah. What, 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 what are we supposed to hate? I don't understand. Uh, I don't know. And I don't think there's any justification in this, right? Okay. So she that was even thrown right. off. <laughs> she was even thrown off. Yeah, because yeah, what the fuck are they talking about? So much that she asked the question, what What if one of your children came out as gay? I, I can't, oh my God, I'm getting chills. I'm so angry. <laughs> this is an actual quote from, uh, from, let me read his name one more time. Uh, Eric Porterfield. Well, my daughter, I would take her for a pedicure. I'd get her uh, I, I take her to get her nails done, and then I'd see if she could swim. Mm. And you have to if imagine was, that he sounds like, you know, three generations of inbreeding. Oh, yeah. Three. <laughs> 33. 30, uh, uh, if it was my son, I would take him hunting. I would properly take him hunting. I would take him fishing, and then I would see if he can swim. Pressed on what, quote, see if he and she can swim means. Yeah. A grinning Porterfield replied, I just want to make sure they can swim. And he said this with a smile. He's one million percent implying that that he he would would drown drown his fucking kids. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I know. And he's not even. Are you fucking kidding me? He doesn't have the balls to just say it. Like, if that's what you believe, say it. 
Like he's making a joke about drowning his children. I know his own kids yeah. because of who they are. I know it's horrifying. When I saw this, I I was so conflicted with emotions. It was also very because confusing because like, at first I wasn't sure that's like that was where my mind went. I was like, oh, he's talking about drowning them, but then that's what I, I like, thought instantly. Yeah, but. It just seems so stupid the way he's saying it. Like, is that really right. what he means? But I now, think I, I think that is what he means. I, you know, you, you don't have to be a member of the LGBT community like myself and like Austin <laughs> to um, to feel hurt by this. No, you just have to because, be somebody with a conscience. <laughs> yeah, and, and that scares me yeah. that a state was, or at least an area of the state, was willing to put this person in power. He he could have been making state decisions. This man has been making state decisions. Well, I just may I remind you that the United States Congress has uh, Steve oh, yeah. King as a representative, oh, and I the know. United and States Mike Congress Pence. and Mike and Pence, Mike Pence yeah. is the vice president. That's true. Steve King. I mean, I'm sure he hates gay people, but he seems to be more angry at black people. Mm-hmm. That's his thing. Uh, he also doubled down on how gay people are bullies, tyrants, and oppressors. Yeah, because when I think of Honey. tyrants <laughs> and bullies, I think of gay guys no. and lesbians. Are you fucking kidding me? No, no, it's crazy. It's one. It's one of the. It's one of the groups in this country that are extremely, extremely uh, oppressed. Not. Doing the oppression. Nah. They are oppressed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, he's just mad because his profile hasn't gotten any hits on Grinder yet. Oh, I, I I would almost guarantee that this man has had some sort of gay uh, thoughts in his life, and he probably is a bi or gay man. Well, the thing that always makes me laugh is when, like, the far-right Republicans come out and say, look— we can't just let everybody act on their feelings. If everybody acted on their feelings, we'd all be gay. It's like, I don't, th- I don't think but, so. <laughs> I don't think that's how it no, works. <laughs> no. Also, if this interview seems weird to you, it gets a little, a little stranger. Oh yeah. He said, uh, "It will not be long before they're burning rainbow flags in people's yards. They are a modern day version of the KKK without hoods." Oh, without we don't even get to wear hoods. Okay. What? <laughs> yeah. Why would, why, why did they bring the rainbow flag? It doesn't make any sense. Quote, the KKK suppress a particular group of people, and that's exactly what the LGBTQ does. Their socialist agenda is to attack people who disagree with them. Let me tell well, you something, we first know, of all. We know well-noted socialists, the KKK. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me stay, say something right away. Yeah. As somebody who is uh, actively on Grindr... <laughs> I will tell you, one of the fucking things that drives me crazy is how centrist so many gay people in this country are. Yeah. It drives me fucking bonkers. By the way, yeah, Tom is the one person who'll get on Grinder to argue with you about politics. 100%! <laughs> Every time I see somebody with a, a MAGA hat on, I instantly message them, and it ain't a picture of my dick. It's a question. <laughs> And the question is, what <laughs> is wrong with you? Oh, maybe you are a bully. <laughs> yeah, fine, fine. Fuck him. I'm a bully. <laughs> as long as I'm fabulous about being it, right? Porterfield a- added, and this is where this is where um, 
my real hatred comes in. Mm. He says, I wear my MAGA hat every day, even though I'm very much in fear of the terroristic activities the LGBTQ engages in. The terroristic activities of wearing glitter? Yeah, it's true. They do get glitter bombed, but that doesn't seem that bad. He said, and this is the last thing I'm going to ever mention about Eric Portfield unless he gets arrested. I'm really mad right now. It's not an anti-gay sentiment. It's an anti-LGBTQ sentiment. He, That's the same so, thing. <laughs> no, no, it's not. You're wrong. Why am I you're wrong? You're actually wrong. Do you know why you're wrong? Is it more because inclusive? He hates like a more inclusive group? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> if it was anti-gay, he hates gays and lesbians because yeah. lesbians form a gay. But he's also saying he hates bi's, trans, uh, questioning, uh, That's true. pansexuals. He's, he's expanding everyone. his hate. He hates everyone. Yeah. And here's the funny part about about that sentence, right? So the LGBTQ is not the official name of that of the community. The official name of the community is like A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. Right? It's every letter. It's from, but it's a two lot of the letters, letters yeah. two of the letters is asexual and alliance. Mm -hmm. Alliance is a group of people who are not actually part of the the community, except for the fact that they support. Yeah. Which, Which is, is half of the fucking country. You no, know, to be honest, I think it's more than half. It's probably probably is. I more. think it's a. I think it's a vast majority. To be honest, but that's the crazy part about yeah, this. Yeah. Well, that's not the good. The, the crazy part is that he th threatened to drown his children. Yeah. Drown his children. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel so bad for his yeah. fucking kids, Austin. I know. What if his son and daughter? What if one of them is actually going to turn out or is gay, and they, they find this out in their teenage years, and this? Hopefully, he's in jail by the time they find this out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. if he's not, how are they ever going to have a life? They, well, they won't. They'll they face won't. the same problem that a lot of people in the community face. It's just yeah. that they're usually their parents aren't elected representatives. And they're not threatening to drown them, uh, Austin. Oh, uh, no. No, that happens. I've heard stories. I mean, no, I know it happens, but this is... Not just drown, murder. This guy had the shoot. balls to go on national television, television and, say, yeah, I know. and say it. Yeah. Most people would probably keep it quiet. <laughs> well, he doesn't seem very bright, to be no, fair. no. Come on, West Virginia. What are you guys doing? It's a good question. You already gave like, us Joe Manchin. What are now they you doing? give us this guy. <sighs> Let me. I'm gonna have to. Let, let's move on. I don't yeah. want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. And I want to move on from this website because my my malware bites just told me that this is an unsafe website. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get out of here quick. It's from the San Francisco Gate. It's um, probably because they're using HTTP instead of HTTPS. There you go. Oh no, it's HTTPS. Oh, then yeah, you might be on a bad site, but you probably should get out of there. Nah, it's too late now, so it doesn't matter. It's been open for like the last hour. Um, <laughs> this is well, I can actually close this one. Uh, it's okay. Let's move on to our last story. <laughs> Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris? Okay. Somebody first will tell me exactly how she pronounces it because I'm not going to watch one of her speeches. This is a, a little bit of a lighthearted story. We'll pick on uh, Kamala Harris a little bit here. Okay. And the reason why I want to do this is because we talked about Elizabeth Warren, right? Whose ideolo her, her ideology is a little bit more aligned with ours. And we still found a way to poke fun at her. Mm -hmm. So we're going to poke fun at anybody who ever makes fun or makes makes mistakes. That's what we do. Bernie makes a mistake like that. We'll, we'll gladly joke with Bernie. We joke about his hair all the time. Um, I like to drink my beer the same way Elizabeth Warren does. 
Oh, yeah? Very awkwardly? Okay, good. She was on uh, a radio, New York-based uh, radio show called The Breakfast Club, uh, co-hosted by Charlemagne the God. And unfortunately, we've already forgotten about it. <laughs> Who? Hmm? The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah? Which is a shame because their famous song was Don't You Forget About Me, but it's too late now. We've already forgotten. What? The Breakfast Club is a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't oh. believe I have to explain this. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Uh, anyway. Future me, just cut this out because it's going to be too frustrating. <laughs> so they, I guess they, they were talking about uh, smoking marijuana. And uh, she said in the interview that she supports the legalization of marijuana, hmm. which was a little weird at first, at least to me. Uh, then she says in a quote, and this is where we're going to have fun with, I have smoked weed. Uh, and I inhaled. I did inhale. It was a long time ago, <laughs> but, <Bill> yes. <laughs> but yes. But uh, yes. Uh, wow. That You know, it's actually funny that you said that because this is from CNN Politics. It yeah. says, the California Democrat replies invoking former President Bill Clinton's famous I didn't inhale line. <laughs> yeah. I didn't inhale. Uh, but he, she did inhale. Um, and she says, I just broke news. Okay. So... That's fine. You smoked pot, right? Yeah, and it's not like she's the first to like. That's pretty much the exact same joke that Obama made when he was running. Right. So he was like, "Yes, I uh, smoked pot, and I didn't exactly. Hail. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, so. This joke. He already made that joke because I remember it. There's a little bit more uh, to this. Yeah, this is where it goes a little different than it does, the Obama yeah. joke. A little bit different. Yeah. So they they asked her um, what she would listen to when she smoked pot. Now, all right, I'll, let's have a little game with this. When I first started smoking pot, I listened to a lot of Bob Marley. Really? Uh, weed, <laughs> weed introduced me into Bob Marley. Were you like just a walking cliche? <laughs> yeah, you know, Bob Dylan. <laughs> of course. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah, uh, of my, my real love of Pink Floyd really, really grew when I started smoking pot. Hmm. Um. And then a couple, uh, you know, a little bit of like lo-fi hip-hop, that kind of <laughs> okay. like soft music, okay. right? You used to listen to this all the time eclectic. when I smoked pot. Okay. It's great. What about you, Austin? What'd you smoke? What'd you listen to when you when you smoked pot? Like the first time, even now. Oh, well, the first couple times it was um, it was Pink Floyd. Uh, okay. Also, a band called Porcupine Tree. I was listening to them a mm. lot. You were big on them yeah. for a while. And then I think the one that changed my world was Kid A. I was really high when I listened to that. There you go. It's Radiohead, yeah. There you go. And uh, mm, lately, it's been a lot of Sufjan Stevens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is that why you got into it? Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, the uh, Breakfast Club, the radio show, asked her the same question. What were you listening to when you were high? Uh, what was on? What song was on? Uh, they asked, um, well, you know, what would you listen to? It's a fair question. Oh, come on, well, Grateful Dead, Grateful Dead. <laughs> no, no. Kamala Harris answered uh, Tupac and Snoop Dogg. Okay. Wait a second. Take it for what it is. Two very, very respected members of their musical genres, right? Yeah, but... Tupac is considered one of the greatest rappers of all time, and and Snoop Dogg is, you know, Snoop, he's Snoop, right? Yeah, but, uh, but great, she's, great music from the 80s, right? But I mean, she's not old. She's Wait, great music from the 80s, no, right? No, they weren't from the 80s. Oh, well, that's weird because Harris graduated in 1986 from grad school. 
Oh. Wait, they're not 80s musicians? No, I'm pretty sure they were popular in the early 90s. Oh, hold, hold on, let's do a little research. Hold on. I think, if I remember Tends right. to type. Oh, Tupac's debut album, Tupacalypse Now, which is actually a really cool name, was released in 1991. <laughs> what? And Snoop Dogg's first effort, Doggy Style, another amazing name. Wow, you think that's an amazing name? <laughs> until 1993. Ah. Neither artist released any music publicly in the 1980s. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Although, I will be the first to defend Kamala Harris. That Go ahead. If you're getting high a lot, sometimes it's hard <laughs> to remember. I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> what you listen to? <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. I knew you were going to link it to like, well, if she's high, she probably didn't remember what year yeah. she was saying. No, fuck you. She said she was in college. She didn't specify a year. If she said, I don't know, it was between this year and th this year and this year. No, she said while I was in college, she graduated in 86. Why is this? A story. It's not. It, it, it <laughs> no, is. It's pointless. It's, po it's politics in its best. Harris is trying to do what Elizabeth Warren did by awkwardly drinking beer in front of people. Mm. <laughs> she's she's saying that she's for the legalization of pot. Uh, now, this is where my, my fun story kind of takes a turn. Kamala Harris... And her record with people who have drug offense, uh, drug crimes, or any kind of offense related to marijuana is not the best. No. Um, when she served as the Golden State's Attorney General, at least 1,500 people were sent to state prisons for marijuana related offenses mm -hmm. between 2011 and 2016. That's an, esti that's an estimated 1,500, uh, well, 1,560 people. In the span of just five years, that's an average rate of about 312 people imprisoned for pot-related offenses per year. Those are figures that would make even Attorney General Jeff Sessions a noted anti-marijuana crusader, mm. beamed with pride. So her, what she can say in a radio show, and what actually happened, do not add up. This is very rem this remind very reminiscent of Hillary Clinton with gay marriage, for mm -hmm. example. She was uh, an outspoken critic of gay marriage in the 80s and 90s no. when she first became a public figure. And then all of a sudden, in the early 2000s, she's like, oh, I've always been a supporter of gay marriage. No, it wasn't, no. It wasn't the early 2000s. When was the first time that she she said that? I thought there was an interview like in 2006 or something. Well, as late as 2013, she said that she didn't think she would support same-sex marriage. 2013. But then, all of a, then all of a sudden, she said she was. Mm -hmm. And this is why I have a problem with this and that's why I want to bring this story up. It's funny and you can poke fun at it, but this, it's it kind of covers a more serious issue that if this is starting already, you have to seriously pay attention to what these people say and what they actually do. Yeah. And that's every politician, by yeah. the way. It's not just it's not just Harris. Harris is the first one that's been caught this year. <laughs> but wait, Cory Booker is going to say something. Uh, Gabbard is probably going to say something. You just well, I told him she already has. You have to just fact check uh, a lot of these, a lot of these uh, candidates, and see what they've actually done. Yeah, and I mean, Tulsi Gabbard has had a very interesting past. A little, but I'm a little bit more forgiving because a lot of the stuff that she was. Well, it seems like she really changed her opinion. Yeah, yeah because she was still young at the time when yeah. all the bad things really happened. Once she kind of went on her own, things changed. Yeah, and you know, I, I really didn't grow up in a religious family, but I can relate to 
people who grew up in a religious family. Mm-hmm. I don't give her a pass. I still think, you know, but if you look at her policies since she's been a congresswoman. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's better. Yeah, It's not just better. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's more her, like, it's funny because there's certain parts of her foreign policy that I think are better than a lot of the Democrats, and then there's other parts that you go, well, again, I'm, I'm not uh, sure again, what this is Again, with Tulsi, about. I'm always, almost always going to be talking about social policies. Yeah. Not focused on foreign policies right now, just because... But the thing is, I think foreign policy is important because it is. if a certain candidate who keeps teasing us all does announce, mm-hmm. he already has equal to, if not better, social policies. Now let's let's talk about that for one. And last so time. then, if you oh, what you'd compare them on is their foreign policy, and I think his was probably better. But we'll, we'll end this okay. by saying that Bernie has announced finally that next week. Well, I don't think he announced start this. The, well, whatever it, it was leaked his, yeah. his statement, whatever yeah. um, that he will start his exploratory campaign next week. Yeah. Whatever, Bernie. <laughs> it's exploratory committee, yeah. It's annoying. But anyway, that's the news for the week. Yeah. I'm sure we missed something, but <laughs> <Sorry>. whatever. <laughs> so uh, I was informed uh, by our... Uh, supporters and our ad or our advertisers that uh we're, we're going a little bit over with time mm. so oh we don't have advertisers uh, anyway um let, let's move on to the the next segment shall we yeah that's shall good, we? Yeah. okay all right uh do you know what time it is i believe it's time for our final thoughts so my final thought for today Wrong. <laughs> no, Tom, that is very rude to interrupt me when i'm giving excuse my me, final ex- thoughts ex- excuse me bitch it's <laughs> That hurt my head. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. I'm glad I heard you. And I have to admit that this poll pissed me the fuck off. I was not excited with the results of this one at all. (laughs) Who is more annoying? Trump supporters, yes. centrists, no, vegans. I mean, centrists are annoying. But or Virginia. Oh, that's a nice okay. wrench you threw in there at the end. Thank you. Because Virginia is pretty annoying. Really annoying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's get the obvious out of the way. Trump supporters won. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they should have, I think. We pander to a certain audience, and that yeah. certain audience does not like Trump. So, so when it's sixty-five percent of the votes go to Trump supporters, that's why. Sixty-five percent—that's pretty low, actually, from what I was expecting. Yeah, me too. Well, going you back put to what I just in there said, too, though, and there's uh, there's a good portion of our audience that might actually find them more annoying than Trump supporters. Yeah, and I could—you would think so. You're right on both occasions, but do you know what the second place was? Virginia. Vegans. Oh. <laughs> People think vegans are more annoying than centrists. Mm. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm, apparently not. You're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're all wrong. Yeah, I don't mind vegans. Vegans are at least doing something to change the world. Centrists aren't. <laughs> no. I, you know, I don't know. 
I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't find it so, annoying. So, voice from the underground, friends of the show, right? Uh, oh. I, I'm guessing this is Dutch. I, if it's not Dutch, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I think it's Dutch. <laughs> says, as a centrist, I acknowledge I am rather annoying. That's because I'm always correct. Right there is exactly why I hate centrists. <laughs> but almost nothing is more annoying than a vegan. They're right up there with the MAGA uh, 2A obsession. I don't know what that is. And then the comment, that comment is whatever, Dutch. You're wrong. But then the <laughs> comment that followed it is from somebody named uh, My Trace Elements, Tr uh, Tracy Rue. Comment says, you're so right. Super annoying when people care about the planet, health, and other lives. <laughs> Yeah, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. And, you know, I was a vegan for a, a few months, a few years ago, right? Mm -hmm. It's a really hard thing to do. Yeah. It's a very, very difficult thing to do. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what's more annoying than a vegan. Anyone who eats a burger. Mm -hmm. Because when you go out to like a burger joint, there's always a veggie burger. Always a veggie burger. And almost any good place, they'll have some sort of black bean burger or something. Mm -hmm. Sitting with your friends who all have a meaty burger, if you're with like four friends, every one of them are making fun of your veggie burger. But I'm not at all making fun of their meat burger. So they, they don't take that into consideration. But as soon well, as the vegan says, never, oh, you shouldn't be eating the meat, it's like, oh, Mr. Annoying over here. Yeah, well, it's always it's always the, the case of the majority versus the minority. Ugh. It's like any time the majority's power structure is threatened, it feels like oppression. I guess. I guess. Well, there's that it's famous like quote, you know, people who have enjoyed privilege as soon as, you know, they experience equality, it feels like oppression. Well, there you go. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that's it's true. Just, I think it'd be crazy to make fun of somebody for eating like a veggie burger. Oh, yeah. I don't right. particularly like the way most of them taste, but, you know, if somebody... I like black bean burgers. I think if you add a little mm. spice to them, they, they actually uh, turn into yeah. really good. I think in in New York, they have a couple of restaurants who have the Beyond Beef or Ooh, Beyond Meat Burgers. About that. Yeah. Pretty good, They're right? very good. Yeah. And they taste like burgers. They just taste like burgers. And they the even... option. They even, like, have juice, like... Oh, really? Yeah, they're like oh, that's made medium rare. It's really interesting. The only one that I've ever had, well, one of the ones that, the, the, one of the options that are around this area are uh, Morningstar. Oh, yeah, and I know I, Morningstar, yeah. And I don't really care for Morningstar no, stuff. I'm I don't not think they're that good. Yeah. So it's, like I said, it's really tough being a vegan because you don't understand how many things are made with animal um, products have animal products nah. until you become a vegan. Yeah. You have no if you think vegans are annoying, you have to at least try being a vegan for a week. Yeah. And seeing that everything because you have to check everything that is made and sometimes like a granola bar that should have no animal products will say may contain something of an animal product. Yeah, I mean the only thing it's I really find tough. The only thing I find annoying about I think maybe both vegans and vegetarians, but it's not just because of what they like. It's any group who thinks this way is that they will tell people, you know, oh, you really shouldn't be eating meat. Mm -hmm. And they'll, you know, the or vegans especially. And the thing about both of them is that they're expensive. It's expensive to it's be very a vegan. Expensive, yeah. And to a lesser extent, it's expensive to be a vegetarian. Right. Um, 
Probably less so than a vegan. Vegan stuff is really expensive. I, I can attest to that right now for yeah. you if you want. Yeah. Because I, I am a vegetarian yeah. myself. And it's not as expensive, yeah. It's not as expensive. You and can I'm, get away with a lot more. And this this past month, I've been like proto-vegetarian. I mean, Ooh, okay. I've had chicken, but that's about it. Okay. I haven't had beef in like a month and a half. There you go. But and, I don't think I don't think I'd ever give up eggs or cheese. I like them both. Well, you see, that's the eggs is the hardest part in the world. Mm. Cheese is tough because cheese really tastes good, yeah. and, and cheese is you know you could put cheese on just about anything. Mm-hmm. Eggs because it's a binder. Yeah, it's in everything. Is almost impossible. Yeah. So you have to shop specifically in the vegan section, yeah. and a lot of these companies don't do vegan food that well. No, well, because it's hard. <laughs> it's very tough. Yeah. But, but then you will get vegans telling like poor people you should really eat vegans. Oh, like, yeah, you can't. They can't afford that. That's crazy. I, and, I, and I understand that it's it, they're working three jobs are, just to give their kids like the the off-brand cereal that they can afford. <laughs> but I will say this. For every annoying vegan, there's 10 annoying meat eaters who bully the vegans oh, yeah. because they're trying to change their way of living. No, I totally agree. My yeah, so, like, I have more yeah. of a class critique. Like, if they really want to change it, they need to change the structure. I, I agree. Yeah, sure. And that they I need to maybe that. make it so there's public funding of mm. vegan production companies. I, I mean, becoming a vegetarian... Uh, means I can eat cheese and egg. and I do eat eggs. Although technically speaking, eggs is would be part of the meat. Uh, it's See, meat. I'm not it's, so sure because it's not. How meat. are you not sure? It's meat, Austin. Well, I mean, what is it? Is it a vegetable? Is an egg a vegetable? Is cheese a vegetable? No, but it's an animal product. I know that's why. But I'm saying like it's still an animal product. I know, but I'm saying some vegetarians won't eat eggs either. Vege- yeah, vegetarians. Well, yeah, because like I said, I I think eggs are uh, they are an animal product. I mean, yeah, it, but so not, is cheese. I think. But they eat cheese, and they have no problem eating cheese. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, no, but if you're not eat- for vegans, you can't eat eggs. No, I know that. Yeah, no, I understand why vegans don't do it. It's the vegetarians yeah. that it's always confusing. It's like yeah, yeah, you yeah. eat cheese, I just but you per- won't I personally eat eggs. don't like eggs. Yeah. Eggs have never been a, a thing that I've enjoyed eating. See, so I like eggs. For me, was- well, partially because you can get a lot of them. They're really cheap, and they're a great source of protein. Okay, and they're not. I like if actually they're in meat. stuff. If they're in stuff and I don't taste them, that's fine. I like if the way you have they to, taste. Well, I'm good at making eggs, like, though. I don't know. It's like, well, it could just be that you haven't been around somebody who's good at making them, because eggs you can fuck up really easily. I've tried almost every style, and I, 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 I don't mind like a sunny side mm-hmm. where you can break it, yeah. and then it kind of goes into whatever else is on top of it, and yeah. then you can mix it in. Yeah. But that all goes into the mixing part where it masks the flavor, because mm. eggs, the, scrambled eggs. I, you'll never ever catch me eating scrambled <laughs> eggs. There's nothing you can't pay me to to eat scrambled eggs. That's fine. I just made scrambled eggs earlier. Although maybe I'll add it as a Patreon goal. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash dumbleoverpod, maybe I'll eat a, a scrambled eggs there you go. on a video. I'll make them. Maybe they'll be better. For a hundred dollars. We have to be making over a hundred dollars on Patreon every week. Tom. And I'll eat a scrambled egg. Let's try and one. <laughs> One egg scramble. <laughs> Trying to get a bribe to eat eggs. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, let's move on to some questions. Okay. We don't have that many, but I, I don't want to drag this on too long. First question from Sonawana333, our friend Joe. 
Seeing as how my life is surrounded by educational kid shows, what's the kid show you remember watching as a kid? Mine was Barney. You want to go? Uh, his was Barney. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. I watched Barney too. Educational. Uh, is that what he's saying, right? Yeah. Is Barney educational? I guess Barney's yeah, educational, is, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I think Barney was probably mine as well. Uh, I remember my mom has a video of me saying because uh, I couldn't pronounce Barney when I was a baby baby. Yeah. And I would just call yeah. him Baba. Yeah. And I always wanted Baba. Mm. Um, but I also remember uh, Blue's Clues was pretty. The, the I was original say, Blue's Clues. That's the one Steve. I remember. Was Blue's Clues? Blue's Clues yeah. is big. I um, may have watched Barney. I think I did, but I don't. I don't remember for sure. But I remember Blue's Clues. I remember being obsessed Blue's with Clues, that I for like a year. I, I, we actually talked about this on stream one time. Mm -hmm. uh, I used to have uh, like a, a little kit for Blue's Clues. Oh yeah, where you would leave clues yeah. and you had to make your own like yeah, guess it. Thing. I had the same. My thing. mom and I used to play. I had the notepad. Everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the original notepad. <laughs> yeah. and I remember, all, I, I think I remember the song. A giant, like a giant spiral a and a giant crayon. We just got a letter. Yeah. <laughs> we just got a letter. Okay, that was it, yeah. Wonder who it's from. Oh, you please. Can't I had to finish it. Are you kidding me? Now we're going to get sued. Although, I will say this. Oh, fucking, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening. Um, the Barney theme song. Oh, I don't even oh, remember I, it. I vaguely remember it. I don't remember on. it at all. Hold on, hold on. I don't remember that at all. I love you. Oh, you love me. And now I instantly remember <laughs> it. Yeah. Yep. I remember it now. I would have to say Barney would be the first. Oh, you know what? It's either between Barney or Thomas the Tank Engine, if that's an educational show. Mm. That might not be an educational show, but I can't remember because I was a baby. I don't remember which one I watched first. I think my dad made me watch... Thomas the Tank Engine because Ringo Starr yeah. was in it. Yeah, I think he forced me to watch that one first. Thomas, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a song about an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Mister Conductor. That was a good one. Too. That was good. That was a good Ringo. I used to be George Carlin. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. George Carlin was the conductor. <laughs> I wonder if George Carlin was a conductor when I was a baby, when we were babies. I would Maybe have, it was George Carlin. I, somebody my dad needs loves to make a mashup of like images of Thomas the Tank Engine with mm. George Carlin's actual stand-up over. Oh my god! <laughs> it's funny because my dad's a, my dad's who got me into George Carlin. Yeah. And Ringo. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe uh, it was both. Well, my mom is a big George Carlin fan. And oh, fan. really? Yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait to talk to your mom next time. <laughs> next time I go over, I'm, I'm just going to be like, oh, my God, you like George Carlin? <laughs> Let's talk about every skit ever <laughs> because I love George. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next question from uh, Hannah EMP, which is also at Hannah EMP1. What would be your perfect video game? Oh, that's a good question. Um fun question hmm. do you have one because i've thought about this over my life i'm not sure i'm not sure because usually i turn to video games so i don't have to think <laughs> that's that's True. their escapism for me do you want some time um well i was just thinking like i don't know if i could make it any better than red dead redemption so it would be a red dead style what's one thing that is, every game has a flaw for everyone. No, of course. What's yeah. one what's one thing that <laughs> upsets you about Red Dead that you would want in your own game? Is it the time period? No, you know, maybe that's, you, that's actually particularly what I like about Red Dead. 
So okay. I like the time period. Um, uh, to be honest, I wish I had more narrative, which sounds crazy because it has a lot of narrative. But Are you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wish so the narrative much. were more streamlined. I Okay, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Red Dead um, suffered from a couple of problems with the with the narrative, where um, and I would have liked the choice to have played more than one character. Ooh, okay. So throughout like the a, entire a, game, yeah, a Red Dead that you can like swap between characters, yeah, or which is what Grand Theft Auto did. You could swap between three characters. Oh, and each one of them had a different piece I had to complete to make this can, to finish. Can the I story. add to the Hannah's question then? Yeah. What would be let's let's use three because video games has this lore of making the rule of three. It does seem if like you're it's video three, gamer. yeah. Yeah, like it bosses you hit the bosses three times mm -hmm. and you win. Um, what three characters? Well, it would have been Arthur. I like that character, of course. And um, I liked um, what was it Sadie the uh, the female lead. Sadie was awesome. Yeah. Loved Sadie. And then yeah, I'm trying to think. The last one would probably be. Um, oh, I can't remember his name, but it was the Native American member of the gang. Oh, 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 uh, not Lenny. Um, no, Lenny was the African American one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shoot, I can't remember. But he was like Arthur's like sidekick yeah, yeah. for like the oh, last man. half of the game. Spoiler alert: When that character dies, yeah. oof, <laughs> yeah. oof, yeah, it's rough. That was rough. Yeah. <laughs> that was rough. Um, so I think those yeah, are the three I would have picked. Those are good, yeah. And I purposely wouldn't have picked Marston because... Okay, because he has a whole game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like... And and if you played the entire game, the, okay. there's a... That's the part I wasn't going to say because for people yeah. who haven't played the game, but you do end up well, playing him later. <laughs> well, but that's also... You've had plenty of time to play the game, number one. Number two, <laughs> we're not going to specify what the thing is, but at the very, very end of uh, Red Dead 2, it shows the... I think it shows the credits first, and then it rolls into a uh, a sequel slash prequel prequel. Yeah, it's you get to play as John for like another it's, couple of hours. It's like the epilogue of that game and the prologue for the first one. Right, yeah. it's a little strange. Yeah. And I, I I know a lot of Red Dead fans were like, ugh, because you had an amazing moment with uh with with uh, Arthur. Yeah, and you kind of want to end there. But I actually liked the little gameplay with John. It was no, I thought cool it was set good. Up. Yeah. yeah, answered a lot of questions it was, too. It did. Yeah. Um. I remember when I finished that game, the one thing I, but the one thing I did regret was not spending more time as Arthur, like yeah. just taking more time. Cause I was like, just cause I liked the main storyline. So I was always like, it's a oh, great let's story. get through the, it's a great story. and then you finish it as John Marston and then you can go back and do the other storylines, but mm -hmm. you're doing them as oh, John Marston and not Arthur. Can you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you can, oh, cool. So they change it a little bit. That's really cool. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. All right. But I remember cool. thinking oh, I should have spent more time is because Arthur, I think, is a far better character than John Marston. Uh, than John? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I thought that was they did such a great job. Just he I don't know, he felt more real. Yeah. John was more of a video game character. Yeah, he was. It was a, it was a rock star video game character. Yeah. Rockstar is the for those who are not video game nerds, Rockstar is the the company who created uh Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead. But that's what that's but, what I like yeah. so much about the last Grand Theft Auto too, is that they didn't feel like video game characters anymore. No. Well, yeah. apart from one, there was one character in um, GTA Five that did kind of feel like a video game character. It was Travis or Trevor. So what rather. you're saying is your perfect video game already exists. Pretty with, with slight tweaks, I think so. Yeah. You see, 
when uh, growing up, I've always played a few different type of games. I I, I go through uh, RTSs, real time strategies, mm-hmm. and RPGs, role playing games. Yeah. My first ever game was Empire Earth, which is uh, one of the first RTS games that kind of started off that uh, city building aspect of video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like late nineties. Uh, Caesar Three, another big city oh, yeah. building game yep. back in the day. Yep. Uh, then I would switch over to like a game like RuneScape. I played WoW, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Uh, I like those RPGs. So it would either be one of the two, but I think after playing Red Dead 2, and I've been playing a lot more of the campaign, I'm not fully done with it, but I've seen it on, on Twitch. Yeah. I would like a, a, um, a Red Dead-style video game, open world, mm-hmm. that type of game, but in a different era, because mm. my era is never American history. I'm not an American history enthusiast. I, I study it because I'm kind of have to, and it's important for the country I live in. But my interest in history has always been classical, mm. um, ancient Roman specifically. That's what I want to have my major in, in ancient Roman studies. I would love an open world game in the ancient world mm. more than anything. Um, I almost got it. With Assassin's Creeds, uh, Assassin's Creeds uh, Odyssey, which is in ancient Greece, but didn't they just make one about ancient Egypt too? They uh, Assassin's Creed, yeah, I think so. Origins, I think, was the name of that. And or and listen, Assassin's Creed is fine, but it's not quite what I want. I yeah. want it exactly how Red Dead is. Yeah. But in the ancient world, like if Rockstar decided to make a, a Roman version of Red Dead, I would be that would be my perfect game. I wish they would make an open world game in America in the mid 60s. I think Ooh. would be amazing. Ooh, okay. As then you could, you know, maybe your character is part of the yeah. countercultural movement. Interesting. And then they, but then, then oddly enough, I almost <coughs> found the perfect video game for me in a game called Mountain Blade Warband, which is where you start off as a one character, so it's a role-playing game, mm-hmm. but you have to uh, go town to town to build an army, and then you get towns and stuff like that gotcha. that you can manage. Yeah. But you're, you're, the actual combat is you leading an army, and you're a one guy, and you can sort of control the army, but... They essentially control themselves. Yeah. They're just the general of it. Yeah. That was a very close to perfect game for me. So, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also my my preferred style. Um, Rome Total War uh, is another close game to perfect for me where you have the, the uh, world of uh, the ancient world of, of Europe and Northern Africa. Yeah. And, uh, and you could be any of those civilizations and try to conquer that world. That was kind of cool too. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think that it would be interesting to have a game take place during the civil rights movement. That'd be cool. And then That'd maybe another cool. one during the Great Depression. Oh, okay. Like um, an open world game that's similar to um, Oh Brother Art, though. I think. Ah, there you go. Be interesting. But I like because I like the. Um, like in Grand Theft Auto, they really had a lot of themes of class and race mm-hmm. because the one character was um, kind of like a former career criminal who retired and then is working with the FBI, and that's why he's safe pretty much from being perse- prosecuted. Okay. And he has a lot of money. He lives in the richest part of L.A., where the other character is a young African-American man who lives in the projects. And mm. you get to experience both their worlds and how different the really, socioeconomic. That'd be something. Yeah. That would actually be an amazing 
concept for a video game. Well, that is the concept of that game. It's just modern. It takes Which place game today. Is it? Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, is that really? Yeah. Yeah, but it's Rockstar. Yeah, but they do a surprisingly good job of social commentary. That's okay. That's shocking to me. It was. It was Rockstar shocking is, to me too because I was expecting it to just be another Grand Theft Auto game. The first Rockstar game I ever played was a game called Bully. Did you ever play Bully? I remember that game. I didn't play it, but I remember it. Yeah, and that's kind of like the, the 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 framework for every single game Rockstar has ever put out yeah. in one way or another. Yeah. It's just it's. And uh, it's hard to explain. <laughs> it was a weird game, um, but yeah, that's kind of shocking that they would take on such a uh, a deep meaning. I know there was a game that came out called Detroit Being Human, mm. which actually involved humans and robots, and that doesn't sound like it could be anything nah. what, related to what you were just talking about. But apparently, it is. Oh yeah, well, people I, have been using like humans versus another. You know, segment of real like robots or aliens as an allegory for race and class. Gotcha. Because a lot of times they just like I don't know if it makes it more obvious when it's a different thing other than a human being. Because you kind of mm-hmm. drop your preconceptions when you see maybe. like yeah maybe like oh if it were these two if it were like robots versus humans like it makes a lot more sense because uh-huh. I guess some people have trouble understanding that difference when it's just presented as race or mm-hmm. gender or class. Right, but I think yeah, Grand Theft Auto really took on class, and I don't know, I don't know if I agree with everything they have to say, but there's a lot of it that I thought was great, and it always makes me laugh that it's so popular because I felt like if people on the right played it, I don't know if they're just not paying attention to this like the commentary, okay. but it is deeply like anti-conservative. It's probably people probably well, when it comes to video games, it seems like people are either. Um, unaware nah. or just too invested in the game to care nah. video game it's it's harder i think from seeing video games being played and and talked about i think unless you are an analyst in that genre in video games mm-hmm. you don't pick up on that kind of stuff normally but i mean it's ever it's even on the radio like when you flip through the radio channels they mm-hmm. even have commentary and like they talk about elections and stuff and it's really yeah. that's really cool yeah. okay I might have to give uh, GTA Five a chance. Yeah, I think it's worth. I it. never liked GTA. Yeah. It was one of the things like, there, I I need a sense of realism in video games. I know that makes no sense because mm-hmm. you're playing video games to to you know disappear. But I never I never hate I never liked fantasy games. Mm-hmm. Like WoW never really did it for me. I will, I always went toward RuneScape, which was more of a medieval game mm. with some fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always need some sort of realism, which is why I love Red Dead, but I don't like GTA. Because GTA, you know, you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. But I mean, if you don't go crazy, if you stick yeah, to the storyline. Yeah, but story how do you line, not? It's so easy. <laughs> I know. And it's fun, too. <laughs> and it's fun. Yeah. Exactly. It's fun to pull someone out of their car, beat the shit out of them, and steal their car. <laughs> I mean, stuff like that does happen. Okay, let's end this. <laughs> it does though, <laughs> not like that. Yeah, maybe not as like you know, it's not as cartoony, but oh my God, yeah. Austin, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, people, cars get stolen, shit happens. You're you're right, you're right. Anyway, that's enough. <laughs> We're way over time. <laughs> Good luck today. Is that all the questions? Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay, that's it. Okay, that's it. Uh, let's end this segment and move on to the final segment. We'll see you in a minute. Bye. (laughs) 
so ends our big dumb show. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Austin, what are your final thoughts? Oh, wow. It's been quite a week. Um, I feel like this is a national emergency that Trump is still president. Oh, um, is that, that, that is the emergency. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. something that we could all come together and solve. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> well, we better when the elections come up, but maybe we can fix it before then. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. No. I doubt it. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. But, uh, and of course, I'm very glad that Amazon is not here. Their headquarters are not here in New York. That's nice. Truth. Truth. Now, Truth. if we could just get rid of some of the other corporate nonsense that happens in New York, it would be even better. But. Would be nice. Yeah. But preventing it from growing is just good enough for me for now. That's a good start. Yeah, no. you're right. And so I'll take that. Um, okay. And of course, very thrilled to have AOC as representative of our city. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. You're so lucky. Yeah. You're so lucky. <laughs> and I, one of the guys I work with actually lives in her district, so it's even better for him. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That's lucky. Yeah. It's just, I, I, actually, I, I actually love her. She's, uh, <laughs> she is, she's yeah. everything that I've wanted in a politician since I was 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I love the fact that the Republicans and the centrists hate her. I love yeah. it. And I know she does too. Yeah. I just love it. But the thing is, some centrists like her. Yeah, well, As a matter of fact, enough, I saw on Facebook do. today a woman who um, constantly posts like anti-Bernie stuff was like, oh, we need more AOC in our lives. <laughs> like, what? Well, don't, don't, don't yell at them, I'm not, Tom. You're, Just uh, let okay, him go. Fine. Let him go. Let fine. him like her. <laughs> Dude, does she realize that it's almost the same policy? Shh, okay, quiet. fine. Don't fine. Shut up, fine. Tom. <laughs> she, I guess she hasn't seen the selfie of Shh. Alexandria and Bernie. Shh, quiet. I guess she hasn't heard our interview where she said Bernie pretty much inspired her. Okay, fine. Shh. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. Stupid people, man. Trying to get AOC elected. <laughs> God, be I, quiet. <laughs> I don't think you have to try very hard. Well, if you if you let him on to the secret. <laughs> <laughs> if if the time well when the time comes, I'll say when the time comes because yeah. Alexandria is going to run. Oh yeah, yeah, at one point, when the time comes, I am going to one hundred percent invest my my life into making her or making sure that at least my area is represented. Oh my god! Are, by are her you campaign. kidding me? Yeah, and, and it's I'll be not here just a, at like it's, ground it's zero. not just a no, factor not a that one. she is that she was on our show. That does have something to do with it. But not a lot. Well, it's very nice. It's like a feather in your cap. It's like, exactly. Oh, yeah. We, exactly. we talked to her. It's a very hipster thing. Oh, we talked to her yeah. before she was cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was always cool, but before everybody else knew about it. And I wonder if there's somebody who's listening to this show right now who's like, I really don't like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. It sucks. Sucks to be you because you're going to hear a lot of AOC stuff for the next rest of the time that we're doing the show. <laughs> Especially with our brand new segment, What's Happening with AOC. <laughs> Yeah, and we had that today, just in a different spot. Yeah, it was like right in the middle instead of the but end. But for the first time, though, I deliberately looked for something AOC related. Oh yeah, which won't be hard to find. No, because people are just confounded by her, and she's in the news a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but remember, she was here first. Yeah, she was right. here before she was on TYT or Jimmy Dore. Again, she had like two thousand followers. Not even maybe. And now, I don't remember. We only listen to her on vinyl. <laughs> 
because we're ASA pretty much, hipsters. <laughs> pretty much. Anything else? Because we got to wrap this up. No, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Uh, whatever Austin said, ditto. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week, sort of. Uh, Not really, but we'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back. You'll find out next yeah. week. All right. This is our new format. We're kicking it. We're starting it off this month. Yeah. <laughs> Um, without, you know, I guess that's, that's all we got, right? Yeah, that's all we got. So, all right. Have a good week. We will see you next week and officially then the week after, yeah. uh, pre-recorded Tom, take it away. <laughs> wow. That's creepy. All right. Once again, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Spreaker.com forward slash pod. We're also available on iTunes. Just look up Dumb Oliver Pod. We are on all the social medias, starting with Twitter at Dumb Oliver Pod, Facebook at Dumb Oliver Pod, and of course there's Instagram. And you guessed it, it's at Dumb Oliver Pod. We are also uh, on Patreon, so check out our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash Dumb Oliver Pod. And if you're interested in buying some merch with uh, some special logos, you can check that out at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash pod. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Trust me, I'm like a smart person. Gamers, hit pause and listen up, because a new player has just joined the game. Introducing the brand new Sony Xperia 5 with its cinema-wide OLED display and game enhancer add-on. Grab yours today and score a FIFA 20 PS4 bundle on us, exclusively at Vodafone. Available now on our new and limited data plans with the UK's best mobile network. The future is exciting. Ready? Vodafone. Max download speed applies to unlimited data. Free bundle while stocks last. Terms of verification at vodafone.co.uk slash unlimited. You're a small business owner and there's nothing small about what you do. That's why Dell Small Business Technology Advisors give you trusted advice and tailored tech solutions like computers with Intel core processors, servers, storage and networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. No matter your technology needs, Dell is here to help your small business do big things. Call 0800-085-4878 to speak with an advisor today. That's 0800-085-4878.